0: about the money it's not about the art it's not even about the smart contract it is about the community you are buying this 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 thing for the community Uh, we've been hearing this a lot lately a lot of people really talk about the community but here's the thing here's the here's the truth i believe most people look at community incorrectly most people use community as like this overarching, like how many total people are in a discord or how many you know, uh, people of one uh, level are, are participating or maybe what is how many people are posting on social media about that, that piece of art. But if we look at something like the idea of community, community is much more than the numbers that are in a group. It is much more than the physical location where people are, are growing um, an audience. And so if someone says like, oh, I invested in this NFT piece because they have an amazing community, and you're like, oh, what do you love about their community? Well, they have 140,000 people in their Discord. To me, what you're actually talking about is they actually have just an audience, right? They have an audience there in the actual Discord. A community, and this is where, you know, it's something that I've been working in this space for a long while. A community is really the, the idea that people are coming together because they have a shared purpose and a common passion for an outcome. And what I mean by that is community is not defined by numbers Community is not defined by unique individuals and community is not defined on how long or how many people love what they are collecting. Really what it comes down to is that are the people that are all part of this groups of people that are you know having conversations and are active and, and believe in where, and, and what they're a part of. And so the interesting thing on this is that the, the fabrication of community in the NFT space, I believe is a pan- is an epidemic right now. It is a problem, right? Where just because a, a, a group of people that hold a certain NFT because they all like tweets and they retweet a bunch of tweets on on Twitter doesn't make that a strong community, right? You could be using the right tools. Maybe you just have the right bots. Maybe you're incentivizing them on the back end that whoever you know retweets the most of these tweets is getting something, in the, uh, you know, some kind of reward. Now I'm not against any of that kind of gamification, but we cannot measure what the value of a community by simply like those individual metrics. And I will say this to me is one of the hardest things to evaluate as we're looking at collections, especially collections before they mint, before they launch, because what you're trying to look at is, okay, how, what are some of the things they're going to do to keep the, people engage? Why are people in this group? You know, what is going to keep them in the group a month from now? You know, how quickly are people going to say that this is no longer worth their time and just kind of get rid of it? And one of the things that I like to look at is that if someone has a NFT and they're part, you know, they're, they're talking about the community. The question I like to ask them is, you know, how much would you be willing to sell your NFT? You know, that you have with that collection? And they're like, oh, you know, the floor is right now this price. I'd be willing to sell it at whatever that amount is. And, I'll, and I will say, well, you know, if you make that amount of money, like you're then not having access to that community. They're like, yeah, but that kind of money is good, right? Like, and to me, that is a sign of it's not really community. Like they like being a part of something, but it's not really that valuable to them. Right? And I will say for me, what I will notice is that if I am part of something and I love it so much that I'm like, you know what? Even if I got a great offer, maybe I sell the NFT that I have, but no matter what, I'm buying another one of that same because I still want to be a part of that community. I still believe in that community. And I would go as far as to say if someone is buying merchandise or if lots of people in the community are buying the merchandise for that NFT collection, now I'm starting to look at that and saying, wow, these people are are putting, you know, purchasing something that they're going to wear. Maybe it's a shirt, a hat um, that, and in my opinion, that's kind of a next step thing, right? Because if you're, if it's just the NFT and you can just sell the NFT at, at any point, you know, Yeah, that you spent the money, but it doesn't really kind of connect more of the dots. If I know that you're buying clothing or or purchasing things with your individual NFT on it, well, now I know it's going to be a lot harder of a decision for you to sell. Right? And, and we've seen this a lot where some of the big projects, someone says, you know, I don't want to lose my connection with this community, but the money that was just offered to me is going to change my, my family's life. And so therefore, I had, I had to make the decision to sell it. Hopefully one day I'll be able to jump back in and buy another one of the NFTs so I can be a part of that community. And I think that is such a, a different feel, a different vibe. And I will also say, it also has a lot to do with the project and the founders, right? If the founders are building a strategy... That the roadmap includes things to keep people active and involved. And there are people that, there are, that are just the holders of the NFTs are going to be empowered, right? And you're going to have different giveaways and give people different you know, opportunities to maybe share what they do. And, and you know, different people in the actual, that are holding the NFTs are going to have a voice. Well, now that's a whole different game, right? And so when I'm trying to assess community, one of the things I am looking at more now is the roadmap, And not only a roadmap for the big releases, but what are the things they're doing periodically to keep people engaged? You know, I will say for my Discord, for the Discord here for the show, it's just discord.gg slash ADHD coin. One of the things that we're doing is we're doing giveaways. I'm giving away coin. I'm giving away cash uh, in all intents and purposes. Um, Randomly, I'm doing airdrops and the airdrops are for those that are currently active on the Discord uh, channel that I'm posting it in, and and it doesn't mean that you have to be on it right that moment, but it show you know we're measuring activity, not total numbers of tweets or total numbers of posts in the discord but I just want to know that you're active in the discord and if you're active in the discord during you know the certain time frame then I'm going to reward you and we're gonna start doing things where we're uh, during our town halls we're going to bring up people in the community to share who they are what they're doing we're gonna have a lot more empowerment right one of the things that we just started doing was we're uh, making some of our, our most active members moderators in our group to give them some more power and authority you know I I, I said this on a previous episode, but I want it's worth repeating that, you know, most communities fail when they start to scale. And the reason that they fail is because they don't think about what is, what would happen if our most active users disappear? Or they don't think about, is it the job of the leaders or the founders of the community to welcome new members? Or is it up to each member inside of the group? When every member of a community takes ownership in onboarding, offboarding, in supporting and amplifying those that are within the community, that is when a community thrives. That is when a community really can move to the next level. And so evaluating community from an outside perspective it can be very difficult. And I will say the one of the most popular jobs that is out there right now, and I believe we are going to see it being paid a lot more money in the very near future is, you know, a Discord community manager or even really a larger role, I believe, is the NFT project community manager, right? So it's someone that is in charge of the Instagram, the Twitter, the Discord, um, and even maybe the outreach through email, right? Someone that is has a pulse of the community. It's probably going to be more than one in some of the larger communities. And and this is different than a moderator, right? A moderator is, is if we, for all intents and purposes, is the one that is making sure that people obey the rules, they're posting things in the right locations, they're handling anybody that are having any issues or, or troubleshooting any Problems That might go on a community manager understands when to push the community to engage or when to amplify someone in there that that they want to celebrate a community is really a community manager is focused on the culture of all of those that are within the Discord, a moderator is focused more on what is the the you know the kind of policing or you know kind of regulating what is going on within the actual Discord or whatever uh, channel you're actually communicating this on. And so this is a very important delineation. I think the skill set is also massively different, right? If I'm going to empower someone that uh, to be a community manager for me, they need to understand my vision. They need to understand the culture that I am looking for, the things that are non-negotiables. What are the values that we have for our community? If someone is a moderator, they need to know the rules. They need to know the things that they, need to, they can handle on their own, things that they can come to me with, things that they can go to the community manager with. And so there is definitely a difference when it comes to um, community management versus moderation versus social media manager. But um, I can answer you know, maybe on a different episode. I'll kind of break down a little more, more differences on there. And the last thing I will say is, you know, one of the things that a lot of communities have yet to do really well is to celebrate their community members. And more so than just, you know, celebrating that the fact that they purchased your NFT, but you want to celebrate things that they care about. The one that I, I, will, I will say that, you know, as community members, each one of us, you know, there, are, there is an element of, hey, if I'm part of this group and it's a really strong community, what I feel is like, these are my people, right? If you, if, if you really want to tell if, if, if people love what they're a part of, what they'll feel, the feeling that they have is that feeling of, man, these are my people. They, not, it, it doesn't mean that everyone looks like them or walks like them or has the same jobs, but it means like, hey, these are people that I choose to be associated with. It's almost like the difference between the family you were born with and the family that you select to surround yourself with, right? It's a difference between, hey, I was born into this family, and it's kind of the people that I have to associate with, versus like, hey, these people are family because I chose them. They are friends that they get me, uh, you know. And, and we all, all can kind of, you know, decide how we, you know, value that 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 kind of role or those kind of people. But I think that is something we just kind of have to think about in this space. And I will say, as a whole, the NFT community as a whole, like all encompassing, I'm impressed. I've been really impressed. Yes, there's some bad people doing bad things. Yes, there's some rug pulls. Yes, there's some shady bad actors and people that are pumping and dumping. But there's a lot of people that are very welcoming, that are willing to share their code, share their strategy for their Discord, open up their smart contract. There are a lot of people that are wanting to collaborate across projects or, hey, why don't you use my metaverse land that I purchased for my group when we're not using it, right? This collaborative nature of the NFT community, I really hope continues to thrive and continues to grow. And that will really only be determined by each one of us. Each one of us taking on the role to celebrate the good that is being done within the community and also stand up for those that are being bullied or being that being taken advantage of. And not will not, you know, kind of apologizing for holding true to what we believe is a standard in this space. I, for one, believe that, you know, those influencers, those that have maybe a podcast that have a lot of big following on, on Twitter or in the NFT community. Very soon we are going to reach a tipping point where those people are going to be called out for simply, you know, pumping every project and not caring about their audience. Because I do believe, you know, great leadership in this space understands that with great power comes great responsibility, as Spider-Man said. And we must understand that, you know, if we are going to have influence, people are going to take actions based on what we say or what we do then it's also up to us to make sure that we are very methodical and we understand that risk versus reward. And and there are some people now that I am distancing myself from because I I don't believe they value their audience, they're, they're following their community enough, and they're willing to, you know, promote something or not do enough research on something. And to me, that's just something that is not worth it for you know what I'm building and what we're all about here on uh, NFT 365. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. As always, we are powered by ADHD coin, adhdcoin.com. You can check it out over there at Rally. We also have a couple NFTs that we are rolling out here uh, with the program. We will have uh, a set of 365 uh, NFTs that we will roll out uh, very soon. And then there'll also be the founders level NFTs where there'll be only 22 of the founders ones. So we'll have the super fans, uh, NFTs, which will be, there'll be about 365 of those available for, um, anyone that wants to mint them. And then there'll be 22 founders, uh, NFTs. And with the founder NFTs, there's a lot of, uh, utility that we are going to offer. You're going to get a, a monthly call that we're going to bring together. Everyone to kind of give some updates on the mint 365 project. You're also going to get some free, um, other NFTs that we have rolling out uh, not only for myself but also some of the projects that we are partners on so I'm going to give you free, uh, I'm going to buy the NFTs for you and send them uh, to you just because you are a founding member so uh, make sure to keep an eye out for that um, I do believe the the whitelist uh, is sold out for those that are listening to this now but uh, the whitelist was available over there at ADHDCoin.com. so if you scroll down about halfway you can see the whitelist there but don't worry if you don't have uh, the whitelist I'll make sure to include uh, links to the the marketplace and and places you can buy uh those nfts um aftermarket as well so next time my friends cheers this show is not financial advice so do your own damn research